What's up, gym owners? Welcome to another episode of the My Friend Says You Grow Gyms podcast, your place for straight talk about growing your gym in ways that you, your team, your community, and ultimately your bank account, not least importantly, will feel awesome about. I'm GR Hoff, your host, um, and today we're going to talk all about the question, uh, the, 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 little, the little inconvenient truth that the agencies and ad guys uh, and gurus don't want you to know about. And it's a little thing that we call uh, the easy, uh, the easy market par- paradox or the easy market problem. So, um, what is this issue? So I'm sure, uh, if you're a gym owner, like these days, if you like anything, I can't figure out where I want my, my camera to be here. Um, <laughs> if you, if you like anything related to the fitness industry, or you've ever clicked on one of those ads about a bazillion you know, dollar testimonials in three days and, and whatever, um, like your, your feed is inundated with ads from gurus and agencies and ad guys and companies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, promising you cheap fitness leads, gym leads fast, gym builder, like blah, 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 bait and switch, run a six-week challenge, blah, blah. like your ads inundated with this. And you typically can see some really exceptional testimonials. Okay, so you can see some really cool stuff. You might even see screenshots from ad accounts. Now, here's the problem, okay? Here's what this easy market paradox um, is all about. Because I've been on the inside of all these companies. One of my like super fun, and it's actually super stressful, um, claims to fame is that I, um, so, so again, if you didn't listen to the first episode, I'm a gym owner first. So I was a gym owner. I grew things. I was a, a, a solo operator operating in, um, a basement that was against the fire code, subleasing space from a, um, <laughs> from a, from another family owned gym. Um, I grew that, uh, I was a part of a, um, of a mastermind group and the guys in that mastermind group were like, holy crap, like you seem to be growing things in a pretty dire situation. So you to be pretty smart about this marketing stuff. Can you help me? Um, and so that led, uh, into me doing the marketing for, um, for Vince Gabriel, right? Like he's a, um, he's a guru in his own right. He owns a very successful gym. Um, you can see a, a testimony. Well, I guess you don't see this if you're listening to it. Um, but, but you'll, you'll see Vince talk about how we were responsible for the campaign that took his business from 1.1 million to 1.3 million, um, over the course of a year. Uh, that parlayed me into doing stuff for other um, bigger names. And I still have a handful of those high ticket, um, sort of done for you, uh, agency guys that I still do stuff for. One of them is the head of a, he's got a couple brick and mortar spots, is the head of a, but he's also the head of a licensing company. And he was just on a podcast recently talking about how um, he has 2,000 gyms that license his training system under his umbrella. Um, now, I'm not going to give away his name because a lot of the people that come in and work for free for him, um, he likes to be chummy, chummy and buddy, buddy with. Um, however, those 2,000 gyms that license his stuff make him a very big target for the big um, sort of marketing companies in the world, okay? Um, so what happens, so if I'm going to run ads for you, like if I'm going to actually do this stuff, this is not what, what the, um, like, like sort of what our coaching program is anymore, um, but it's going to be, it's, it's not cheap, okay? It's going to be a, a few grand a month um, and... Uh, yeah, like like most gyms, um, the reason we're doing this, the reason I'm doing what I'm doing now is because most gyms can't afford that. Um, but uh, this guy does, and what happens is that the big companies, the guys that are writing books, um, they're running conferences, you see their ads all the time, they come in and offer to work for this guy for free with all these uh, delusions of grandeur and big promises and everything else. And I've been doing this guy's marketing now for two or three years. And, and, and there've been like, I, you know, I, I probably up to two hands worth of companies, um, that, uh, that come in and try to offer to work for free. 
and, and knock me off uh, over the course of that time. And I'm still here. As of right now, as of the recording, I'm still here. Um, I'm not going to lie. I almost kind of want to walk off into the sunset so I can leave after one of the Super Bowl here. Because um, the last company to come in was the, uh, the, the biggest, I think, agency um, in our industry. They run a big conference, all those fun things, um, giant podcast. Uh, so they're, they're probably the biggest um, boutique fitness marketing agency um, in our industry right now. And they came in, made big promises, um, had some had some good results uh, off the off the jump, and then just completely uh, shit the bed in January of this year, which um, if you've been running ads at all, or, or you know, different markets, January was an exceptionally low cost month um, for marketing, uh, even in a crowded fitness space um, this year in 2019. And they shit the bed. <laughs> okay, um, they were getting. Uh, they, they they made all these promises. Let's cycle back to what we said. We were going to talk about this easy market paradox. They made all these promises and came into what is the toughest market that I, that I've ever been a part of. I'm not going to give away the location because I would give away the guy. And again, he wants to be chummy with all these guys. Um, but uh, it, it is um, quite ironically, I would say, the toughest market that I've ever that I've ever, that I've ever played in. Um, you can thank New York, L.A., like the really big fitness spaces. Um, have not come close to this. So um, it, let's say that this particular person was just a regular brick and mortar gym owner um, who, like a solo operator, that this big company was going to come in and sell to and make all these big promises to and say, look at our testimonials from, from X place and X place and X place and this gym and this gym and this gym. And they're so successful and they got such a low cost per lead and so on and so forth. Um, and they'd come in and, and do their deal and make their offer and, and charge these guys, you know, not an insignificant amount of cash to run Facebook ads for them. And then completely shit the bed. These guys were getting 200 $250, $300 leads in January of this year. And if that gym owner was a strap for cash gym, so if, so if that was me six years ago and I'm just getting started moving out of the, the, the sublease situation in my own space, I would have been screwed if I'd happened to have been in a market that wasn't a part of this easy market paradox. So the way these agencies and ad guys and gurus make their nut, the way they actually make their money is because there are some markets and they're still there today. I'm a part of some of them, luckily. There's some markets, I'm still there today, that you can go in, say, oh, uh, you know, you're gonna have to train with us uh, three, you know, four hours a day. It's gonna be twice a day and we're gonna kick you on the nuts every time you show up. Um, and we're, you're, you're, you're actually gonna have to move your mother in with us and we're going to beat her, um, you know, with a sock full of quarters um, every single session. It's gonna be $3 million uh, to train with us. You're not gonna get any results. And oh, by, oh, by the way, um, uh, uh, I don't know, like, like we're gonna, kidnap your kids too. You can do all those things in some of these markets and still get like $3 leads, $5 leads. Like there are easy markets out, out there. The problem with that is when a when an agency, when a sales guy gets a hold of those and wants to promote them and say, oh look, I got these great results in this one place. It must be transferable. Look how good I am at Facebook ads. And the reality is they got good because they were lucky. They're a lucky fool. They're not actually as good as they say they are, right? 
So this was a great, um, it was a great article. I, I'm a huge fan of Mark Fisher. I think he's one of the smartest guys in the industry. Um, his friend Michael, or his, his, his non-sexual life partner, Michael Keeler, um, is also a genius. And they wrote a great article and mentioned, um, it was one of the first things, like, I think it's, it's all about lucky fools or it's, it's five things, whatever it is. Look them up. Business for Unicorns, they're fantastic. But they talked about one of the points and there was lucky fools. Beware of lucky fools. And these are people, because there are some markets where they're just easy, okay, where there's not a lot of competition or lead costs are very low. There's some markets where things are just easy. There's some markets where those easy operators, the, the, those markets are so easy that you can be a sloppy operator and still have and still be very successful. There are some markets where you can be terrible at Facebook ads, right? Terrible copy, do a terrible job managing things, um, terrible things, set, a terrible job setting things up tactically, and still get decent results. And if the gym owner is afraid of technology, like a lot of gym owners, like we didn't get into this to be technology guys or gals. Um, if, if they're afraid of the technology, they think, oh, I could never set up Facebook ads. They think this agency is now a genius, that they're magical. And in reality, the agency is going to take that information and screw over gym owners who aren't in these easy markets. Okay. And those are a lot of people that I'm talking to now because they're getting, they're talking to, um, big bait and switch companies. And they're saying, gosh, you know, we started running ads with, and it's, and it's not just, I know you're thinking of, of, you know, the, 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 the company that rhymes with Fimfonch. Um, there are other guys that are teaching like all these gurus and mama's basement guys are getting in trying to teach the same stuff. So I'm not just picking on them, but they are the biggest company in the room. Right? So I talked to a ton of their customers say, Oh, yeah, like I started doing it and we were getting super cheap leads and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, guess what? The shit hit the fan right? Uh, th that guy <laughs> who's a genius, because the head of that company is an absolute genius. I will not refute you on that. Um, the issue is that he's such a genius and they're growing that company so fast that every new gym that signs up under that umbrella and runs those promotions decreases the efficacy of that program, not only for themselves, okay, but for every gym that is currently in that ecosystem, in that market. The jig is, it's not a positive thing to be marketing. Like it's not something that your consumers are gonna feel good about. And so what you see is you start running those ads and you might be getting super low cost leads. And then, yeah, so he talks, I've seen in one of his most recent ads, he's like, lead costs have gone up 4X across the past 18 months, whatever, like no motherfucker. Like <laughs> they have it, not in every market. They've gone up for you and your gyms and your markets because you're running the same promotions in every single gym that you guys sign up and you're doing such a good job of signing up so many gyms so fast. And it's an inherently negative promotion for the consumer. Say what you want. Send your hate mail by all means. Like I need Tinder for the fire. Okay. Like I'd, I'd love to build a bonfire out back with your hate mail. The reality is it's not a positive thing for the consumer. I don't care how much you try to convince me otherwise, how much is, well, no, it's commitment. Like it's a commitment deposit and blah, blah, blah. Like, no. And a lot of you that are doing this, you're good people. You're not inherently unethical people, but you felt stuck, right? You felt like, well, it's either do this or close my gym. And I get it. I'm not blaming you. It's not your fault. Um, but, but the reality, if we look at this and say, gosh, well, why, 
Why am I not getting these super low cost leads or seeing these results that I see from all these testimonials? Part of it is that, yeah, like lead costs are kind of like the stock market. So they're going to go up over time. There's going to be ebbs and flows, but it's kind of like the stock market. The other issue is that when these companies grow so big, they have an infinite number of easy markets that they can pull from and impress you with testimonials that have that are contextually nowhere related to you, your market, your situation, so on and so forth. Um, which makes you feel like the asshole when you're not able to have the success you want to have because it's cookie cutter stuff. Okay. It's cookie cutter stuff. It's not set up to be optimal because there are still markets where things are so easy and these agencies and the big guru companies, so on and so forth can sign up enough people. Notice none of them have a refund policy. They can sign up enough people that have success and get some positive testimonies and collect some cash because there are enough easy markets still out there. You see what I mean? So there's a reason like everything that I do, and I don't know if I'll change this at any point or not, but everything that I do comes with a money back. It's conditionally unconditional money back guarantee. Yes, you've got to do the work. You've got to implement stuff. You've got to check in with us if things for some reason aren't working the way they are. We've never had anyone request a guarantee so far, you know, cross the fingers, all that fun stuff. Um, but there's a reason that we offer a guarantee on things. And it's because we put the individual work in with you to make sure it fits for you, your market, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's customized for you. And... You get to set up stuff in ways that I set up with my big ticket agency guys where the big agencies come in, my big, my big ticket gym guys, right, where I'm still actually running the ads for them, where the, the big agencies come in and try to knock me off. Um, and so you get to beat the easy market paradox. And what you'll notice, and, and you'll like, you, you might have done a sales call with me at some point, right? A super high pressure get to know you call, which is what I love um, calling kind of our intro call, <laughs> where I'll tell you, like, dude, I can't promise you a certain cost per lead. And if any agency does do that, you should run the other way because they're full of shit. They don't know um, what you what you can get. And what we've seen is that depending on who you've been working with and so on and so forth, we're typically able to either um, match or decrease the fake free company's leads without doing it in ways that you're going to feel bad about. Right. Or that your customers are going to hate you for that in a year, your entire market hates you and doesn't trust you because you tried to market something as free. That's not we've seen that. Um, I'll tell you an interesting thing about me starting up this stuff, uh, and, and, and running some ads that really hit pretty hard on that bait and switch model and, and, um, don't really pull any punches. Uh, the interesting thing I've had like three real Kool-Aid drinkers reach out to me like, Oh, this company, Finflanch is the most incredible thing ever and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, but for every one of them, I've had 10 people reach out and say, yeah, I had a terrible experience. Yeah, I was screwed over. Yeah, the leads were low and like low cost for a little while. And now the shit's hit the fan. I don't know what to do. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on my last legs. Uh, yeah, I feel like one quote from a guy, um, I'll only give his first name because uh, that company has a disparagement clause that prevents you, if you do business with them and sign a contract with them, it prevents you from saying negative things that might harm the reputation of them or its affiliated companies. So you wonder why you don't see any negative stuff said about it from past customers who got screwed over. That's why. So this one person, uh, let's call him Mark, um, said, yeah, like I've been with this. I actually, he actually signed on for whatever, like the 62 grand back in it, uh, you know, I think it was 3,400 or something a month at the time, um, to get all the real stuff, to get all the real systems. Uh, and the guy was only making like 10 or 11 K a month, which isn't awful, but there's not any money left over if you're paying somebody else 3,400 bucks a month and you've got rent and everything else. Um, so really powerful system there, guys. Um, but he said, I, I feel like I was, I'm, I'm out in the middle of the ocean 
and I've got just waves hit me. And every time I come up and get air, I got another wave that just hits the crap out of me. And um, we got a really cool testimonial from him now. And uh, guess what? Because not every market is super easy. Not every market is the same. So beware when you see these e easy market testimonials. And you should beware when you see them from me. Like you really should. You have reason to be skeptical. This is not like the guru industry, particularly like if you take, <laughs> you want to take two of the most powerful, like possibly negative con connotation and scammy industries and put them together, fitness and gurus. And you put them together and you've got like gym owner gurus. It's not like a super ethical sandbox right now. So you should be skeptical, skeptical. You should ask questions. You should wonder why the hell should I trust you? And so like, I, I try to make it very easy. It's like, well, look, like if I promise your money back plus 500 bucks, right? Like it, you've got to do the work, but if I promise you your money back plus 500 bucks. If you do the work and you're still unhappy or just unhappy, like for whatever reason, you don't like prematurely graying Texans with a little bit of an accent every once in a while when I get fired up. Um, my stuff better be pretty damn good. <laughs> like that's your trust. That's in the contract. It's in our agreement. Um, that's the trust. Okay. Now, Otherwise, like you should be skeptical of, my of, of, of the testimonies. You should say, well, what, you know, what were they getting before? Or, or like how, you just don't know. Um, so you have to take every testimonial with a grain of salt. Now, uh, we talked about Lucky Fools. Um, now, here's the thing with these companies, right? I did want to make this point. So it's either dysfunction or it's dishonesty. So it's either they are, they're dysfunctional, they're, they're ignorant, they don't know how to actually do things in tough markets, like the big sandbox I play in where people come and try to knock me off and I'm still king of the hill. They don't know how to do that. It's a lack of skill or it's a lack of integrity. Okay, it's dishonesty. Neither of them are acceptable, if you ask me. You need to think about that for a minute. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really that's really it, guys. What I want you to do with any of this stuff, if I could give you one skill, and we'll do a whole series on these things where I tear, <laughs> I tear down all the questions, all the fun stuff that I get from good gym owners like you. Um, uh, you know, should I do this? Probably should I do that? I want you to think. If I could get you to do one thing, it'd be to get you to think and be able to think appropriately and to play chess and not checkers and to be able to think about second, third, and fourth order consequences and not just like, oh, can I get clients in a six-week challenge? Can I promote this thing as fake free and get a bunch of leads? So I want you to think, all right? And this sort of easy market agency guru paradox is one of the biggest sort of, it's one of the biggest risks for you as a gym owner, as a business owner in this industry that's only getting more competitive. So I hope you think about that. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to give you some stuff that actually helps you um, address these things and actually grow things and not just sort of protect you from um, the uh, the world that's out there right now, the things that you're being sold. Um, but if you have any questions or comments on this topic, I'd love to hear it. If you enjoy the content, if it's resonating with you, I'd love it if you left a five-star review on iTunes or whatever the hell other platforms there are. Um, if it's not a five-star review, let me know. <laughs> let me know before you go, go drop something down in there negative because I want to fix it for you. Um, and if you want help, if you want to see how we might be able to help you grow your gym, just go to gymownerloveletter.com. You'll be able to see this super romantic thing that we wrote for you. Um, and if it's a fit, if it looks good, we can talk on the phone and I'll give you a super high pressure, get to know your call where we'll talk about Lamborghinis and bait and switch wet dreams and everything else. And if it's a fit, we'll move forward. High five, love hugs, all that stuff. See you on the next episode.